movie sushi. Scarface. In May 1980, Fidel Castro opened the harbor at Mariel, Cuba, with the apparent intention of letting some of his people join their relatives in the United States. 125,000 refugees landed in Florida. An estimated 25,000 of them had criminal records. In June, Manny and Tony are in a detention center situated under Interstate 95 in North Miami. Manny tells Tony that in 30 days they'll have a green card and a job in Miami. If they kill Emilio Rebenga, Rebenga tortured some guys to death for Castro, and one of these victims' brothers is a rich guy in Miami now. In August, Cuban refugees begin rioting at Freedom Town, burning tents and attacking immigration and naturalization guards. Tony stabs Rebenga to death. Doing menial work, Tony and Manny watch pretty girls coming out of the nightclub across the road. Manny says this is the flashy cocaine lifestyle. Manny's connection Omar Suarez arrives. Suarez wants Tony and Manny to unload forty-five tons of marijuana from a boat. They'll each get five hundred dollars. Tony wants double. Suarez calls Tony a dishwasher and soon reaches for his gun. Suarez's friend has an idea. Some Colombians are selling two keys of cocaine at a hotel. If it's good, Tony pays them and brings it back, earning himself five thousand dollars. In Miami Beach, Tony and Angel go up to room nine. Tony shows the coke seller he's not armed, requesting the door stay open. The man says he's Hector, and martyrs on the bed. Hector and Tony both say they have the cocaine and money respectively close by, but won't say where. Another Colombian creeps up behind Angel. Suddenly, Angel and Tony are at gunpoint. And two other Colombians appear. Marta with a machine gun. Angel has his mouth taped up. Hector gets a chainsaw. With the TV volume up, Tony's forced to watch Angel being carved up. Tony's given one last chance to reveal where the money is, but remains defiant. Then Manny arrives blazing. He's soon shot in the arm, and Hector flees. Tony tends to Manny. Chichi gets the coke, then Tony chases Hector. Tony kills Hector in the street, gets the car, collects Manny and Chichi, and they leave. Tony has the money and the coke, and he and Manny go to see Lopez. Lopez thanks Tony again for killing the communist torturer earlier. Tony presents the two keys of coke, and the money is a gift to Lopez. Lopez says loyalty is highly prized. Lopez wants to dine out. 
his girlfriend Elvira appears, and Tony's in love. They go to the Babylon Club by limousine. Lopez tells Tony, don't underestimate the other guy's greed, and never get high on your own supply. When Lopez doesn't want to dance, Elvira asks Tony. Suarez thinks Tony a peasant, but Lopez sees beyond this. Tony tries chatting up Elvira. She says he's just off a banana boat. He says he's a political refugee. He says she has everything, but probably hasn't had sex in a year. She fiercely puts him down. Later, Manny says falling for the boss's lady could get them both killed. Tony thinks Lopez is soft. Three months later, while Manny flickers his tongue unsuccessfully at beautiful girls, Tony explains that in America, you got to make the money first, then you get the power, then you get the women. When Elvira calls Tony's car somebody's nightmare, he buys a new car. He wants it bulletproofed, with a phone with a scrambler, and a radio with scanners. Tony lunges at Elvira, but she fends him off. He puts on her sun hat, and she laughs. Tony visits his mother and sister Gina, and puts $1,000 on the table. He says he's working with an anti-Castro group and receives political contributions. Tony's mum calls him a murderer and that he gives Cubans a bad name. She throws him out. Gina follows Tony to his car where Tony presses cash into her hand. In Bolivia, Alejandro Sosa can produce 200 kilograms of refined cocaine monthly, but he has no steady market. He's looking for a partner in the US. Sosa wants someone who can guarantee buying 150 kilos per month. Sosa suggests selling Lopez 150 kilos every month at $7,000 a kilo, if he collects from Colombia. Tony suggests Sosa bring the coke to Panama, then they take it from there. Sosa can sell in Panama for $13,500 a kilo. Tony says he'd still have to take it to Florida. There are Navy, Frogman, satellite tracking and assault helicopters to deal with. They're losing one of every nine loads. Sosa takes a phone call leaving Suarez and Tony arguing. Sosa suggests Suarez talk to Lopez. Suarez is led to his very last helicopter flight. Sosa tells Tony that Suarez was an informer. Suarez put Vito Duval and Nello and Gino Ramos away for life. When Sosa questions Tony's loyalty, Tony emphatically states he's 100% honest and he never liked Suarez. Sosa says he and Tony could do business for a long time, as long as Tony, in the strongest terms, remains loyal. 
Lopez is staggered Tony made an $18 million deal before checking with him. Tony says it's pure cocaine and it's $18,500 a kilo. This one deal nets Lopez $75 million. Tony will provide the first $15 million. Tony says they should expand into New York, Chicago and L.A. Chief Detective Mel Bernstein of Narcotics approaches Tony, mentioning Rebenga's murder. Tony's a major cocaine trafficker now, and Bernstein wants a lot of money. In return, Bernstein will identify Tony's competition and shake them down. Tony knows Lopez must have put Bernstein on him because nobody else knew about Rebenga. Tony watches Gina being groped by a random man. He sees Red and finds them both in the bathroom. Manny removes the man while Tony lectures Gina. She says she'll sleep with whoever she wants. Tony puts her on the floor and storms out. As the MC on stage jokes about cocaine, Tony sits there alone. Then two men stand up and spray the room with bullets, gunning for Tony. People run screaming. Although wounded, Tony drives away. He tells his man Nick to call Lopez at 3am sharp and say they messed up, he got away. Tony arrives at Lopez's with his arm in a sling, saying gunmen wanted to spoil his $800 suit. Lopez blames the Diaz brothers. At 3am, Lopez's phone rings. Lopez insists on answering it personally. Tony calls Lopez a cockroach, saying he always stayed loyal to Lopez. Lopez offers Tony $10 million, throwing in Elvira. Manny kills Lopez, then Tony kills Bernstein. Tony offers Ernie, Lopez's remaining bodyguard, a job, then fetches Elvira. The blimp reads, the world is yours. Tony and Sosa laugh on the phone. A van pulls up to the bank with bags full of cash. They create Montana Management Company, Montana Travel Company and Montana's Beauty Salon. Still more bagfuls are deposited at the bank. The manager is stunned. Tony tells his bank manager Terry that he's bringing them in $15 million a month. Terry says the more cash Tony gives him, the harder it is to launder it. Terry must raise the rates because the IRS is coming down heavy. Manny suggests they deal with Jewish guy Seidelbaum, who charges 4% at most. Manny says counter-surveillance at the Montana compound is running at 12% of their adjusted gross, but Tony defends it thinking they're at risk of losing their ambition. Tony's sitting in his massive, bubbly jacuzzi, surrounded by marble and gold, calling bankers whores and rejecting capitalism. A coked-up Elvira says Tony's a capitalist, and he turns on her, 
On TV, they say the drug trade's worth $100 billion a year and suggest legalizing and taxing drugs to drive out organized crime. Tony offhandedly offends Elvira and she storms out. Tony says he'll handle the sidle-bound thing, calling Manny just a junior partner and not a negotiator. Manny swears at Tony and storms out. Alone, Tony consoles himself, saying he doesn't need anybody. Tony is with Chi-Chi, Seidelbaum and Nick, counting and recounting thousands of dollars worth of cash. The police burst in and everyone's arrested. Tony makes the headlines. Drug King posts record $5 million bond. Lawyer Sheffield wants a cheque for $100,000, plus $300,000 in cash. For tax evasion, Tony will get five years, out in three. Tony hates jails, so he offers Sheffield a further $400,000. Tony's on camera, handling $1.3 million of undeclared cash. An investigative journalist is due to expose Sosa as a major cocaine supplier to America on French, British, Italian and Japanese TV. This is a great embarrassment. Sosa's hitman Alberto speaks no English. Tony's asked to help Alberto assassinate the journalist. At a fancy restaurant... Tony drunkenly blames Manny for introducing Seidelbaum, rubbishing the material trappings of success. Tony calls Elvira a layabout junkie with no appetite, so polluted they can't have children. Elvira says all Tony does is sell drugs and kill people, and that he'd make a rubbish father anyway. Manny restrains Tony. Elvira criticises the fact that they're always surrounded by thugs and the restaurant has fallen silent. Manny goes after Elvira. Tony shouts that after another quaalude, she'll love him again. Tony insults the other diners, saying they need people like him so they can blame somebody. Tony's the bad guy. The day of the hit on the investigative journalist, Tony, Alberto, Chichi and Ernie are sitting in a car watching. The journalist is to be killed in front of the United Nations, a bomb under his car. Alberto gives Tony orders. Tony's insulted, then snorts a small mound of cocaine. The journalist unexpectedly collects his young family. Tony wants the attempt postponed. Alberto's bloodthirsty and determined until Tony shoots him in the head. Tony learns Manny's disappeared and so has Gina. He barks orders and speaks to his mama, tipping out a good amount of cocaine. He snorts it straight off the desk. The investigative journalist gave a crucial speech recently at the UN and Sosa and partners are upset. The police discovered the bomb under the car, so now 
the journalist has impenetrable security. Tony blew the only shot they had, and now heat's coming down on Sosa. Sosa insults Tony, who gets angry and starts grappling with the phone, even after Sosa hangs up. Tony hears that his sister's at 409 Citrus Drive. When Tony goes there, Manny comes to the door, in a robe, Gina behind him. Tony kills Manny. Gina screams and runs to him, sobbing. They were married the previous day and wanted to surprise Tony. Ernie says they should leave, removing Gina. Tony ignores his CCTV, dozens of enemies on his property, bags of cocaine on his desk. Tony's at war with Sosa, snorting directly from a pile of cocaine. Tony's still stunned he killed Manny. The assassins close in. Even Gina appears with a gun, taking pot shots at Tony and shooting him in the leg. She wants Tony to have sex with her, seeing as how he's so protective. Then Gina's killed. Tony immediately avenges her and goes to her side, talking to her corpse. Men swarm in. Chi-Chi puts up a good fight, but when Tony won't unlock his office, Chi-Chi's soon killed. Tony watches this on his CCTV. He quickly gathers his weapons and destroys the door to his office. Then Tony's shot and staggers as he reloads, not taking cover. From the top of the stairs, he kills several others, but he's shot again. Tony reloads, bragging loudly and getting shot several more times. Another assassin approaches Tony from behind and kills him. He falls off the landing and into the shallow pool between the staircases. Above the pool is the slogan, The world is yours, wrapped around a globe. Starring... Al Pacino, Michelle Pfeiffer, Stephen Bauer, rated 18, directed by Brian De Palma, released in the UK 1983, runtime 2 hours 50 minutes.